Welcome to Road Sodas. Welcome. I am one of your hosts, Ben Warden. And I am Jimbo Shaw. And we are coming at you from a very special 10th episode for you guys, live in front of each other. From the basement of my parents' house in Cecil County, Maryland. God damn right. Uh, we have not recorded anything together in this basement since, I believe, 8th grade when we recorded our, I think, third and final episode of James World, which is how we got around doing any sort of creative project in school where they left it open-ended. Like, you know, oh, you can you can make whatever you want, just you gotta make a thing. We made a video in James's basement where we dressed up as Garth Algar and Wayne Campbell and called or, it James World. Or James Campbell, I guess. Or James Campbell specifically. And... Just made very uh, probably cringeworthy to us, perhaps cute to the women in our lives. Who knows? We have to dig them out still. Just videos about books we were forced to read. I have at least two VHSs of this. And um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we did at least five projects through multiple courses. Like, I think I think we pissed off multiple teachers with with these. The only reason we were able to do it so many times is because the teachers, I don't think, talk to each other about the fact that whenever they're in a class together, they're going to do this dumbass Wayne's World bit that we, I, I don't remember being that. We had a good time doing it, but I don't remember it being particularly we butt gusting. Yeah, we were not on care. I mean, you you did a pretty good Garth, but I was just me. We we we, we wore wigs. We gusted no butts. Yeah, yeah, we we did we did look I guess close. I think the one thing I remember being being pretty memorable was our uh fake commercials. Oh, that yeah. we, we put it in there. Uh but not even, you know, yeah, I you know, you had like a bit about pillow mints that I, that yeah. I think I remember, but my favorite one was like the out of focus your face in front of the camera <laughs> and just saying this is a required weekly test. <laughs> and then eventually you scream at the end. Like that's where the video cuts. It's like it's like a, a found footage almost uh horror movie. <laughs> Hell yeah, we'll have to dig that up, uh, if, if if not only for ourselves, but for our clearly adoring fans to dive into. Our adorable fans. Yeah, and the reason we're doing this live is that I was doing a family vacation back in the homeland, and James drove down, because he's a good fucking fella. Yeah, well, I mean, it gave me a chance to live out like my, my white suburban vanishing point fantasy. Where, yeah, all right, I'm not hopped up on Benzedrine dri driving across the Western United States. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I have a cup of coffee and I'm just driving 80 down the Jersey Turnpike, you know, trying to reach a goal, trying to weave in and out of trucks and trailers and, and the worst possible Audi drivers money can buy. There it is. Yeah, so we're doing this live for the first time, or at least, I mean, in front of each other. And uh, to honor that... Not to honor that, but just because of that, we're going to go ahead and skip the correspondence because today's topic is part two of our saga on moving. Yes, the post-2013 moves of our lives. Yes, the last episode we discussed us finally moving in together. Clearly the high watermark in our lives is 2013. Absolutely. Uh, I was unaware of this till we started doing the podcast. But uh, that, that 2013 was a huge year. And then f because we were then living together... And I was there several years. James currently still there. That a, that freed us up to help other people move. Yeah, and it, you know we never had like trucks or anything. You know nothing that would really help somebody haul a bunch of shit. But we're two dudes over six feet. And it's just like you need your couch in your apartment. Who are you gonna call? Yeah, you got beer money because we'll move that couch. Yeah, 
uh, you know, buy us a pizza, buy us a case of beer. We'll move all of your shit into your apartment. We're not going to listen to you when you say, hey, that goes in this room. We get it from street level to your apartment. <laughs> like that's that's our job specifically. It's in the contract. Yeah. Feng shui room flows. That's not us. And that leads us right into, I think, our first big friend move. The uh, Now both of them aforementioned, Matt and Wiggles, uh, frequent guest of the pod, if only in tale so far, but perhaps one day live. They were living together, but were moving to a different apartment. And they'd, I forget exactly whose cars, I, I, Matt had a car, and then I think it was our other co-worker who they borrowed, who shall remain nameless, who we, uh, we used his SUV that, that he drove around. And Jimbo and I were just there to help move stuff. And pretty smooth load up in the morning again it's 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 very chaotic in boston on 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 this moving day because everybody is moving who is moving that year yeah everybody wants so everyone's double parked everything is uh, every truck possible is rented every family member who owns a truck has been brought in from the suburbs to be used to move stuff it's just every big car possible is in boston parking illegally uh, driving weirdly just moving stuff around well that in the city has like a real shitty policy where you can just say hey i'm gonna move into this address and then you can throw some fucking signs up on the street and just say hey this is a tow zone now sure enough they never tow but at the same time it's just you know annoying to have a sign that says you can't park here for the one day that you want to park here yeah because guess what some other asshole is moving in your fucking building yeah it's a dick move and Matt and Wiggles, not the types of fellas to do that. So we load them up into the vehicles. It's not enough to get it all. Uh, I do remember that at least one mattress, I want to say, might have just been held on top. By hands, yeah. Yeah, by hands. That, that's not the first time I've done that. I, yeah. I, I did that in college. I think that's why you, I think you were the one talking them into saying, no, as long as we just won't take fast roads, which you could drive from their old spot to their new spot just yeah. on back roads. Just on Western Ave, even. Yeah. I just mean, every, everybody cruised real slow. We got there. So we, the second car that I was in, we followed behind that just to make sure, you know, that friendly troops were behind in case uh, anything blew away. Actually, yeah, this one might have been in 2012. So it was before I moved, you know, a lot of my stuff up. Gotcha. Otherwise, I would have all of the cordage. That's true. Because you know, if if you need something tied down, you come to Jimbo. My dude's got rope and uh, steel steel cable. I got two hundred feet of steel cable. Nice. Yeah. Well, if we need to make a zip line, we can. So then we get there. I think either we didn't have the key. No, we had the keys to their spot, but it was more just let's get all the stuff unloaded so we can go empty out the previous. Because again, someone else is moving into their old spot that day so it's let's empty that place we'll get everything just onto the front lawn of the new spot and then and then we'll, we'll bring it all upstairs that way that the the friend whose car that they were who, who who was helping us and whose car we were using he can go do whatever he wants to do and so wiggles goes off to get us food and beer because again we started first thing in the morning yeah our contract was for some sort of garbage food absolutely and then Matt and our other friend went back to do, do another load, and uh, Jimbo and I were given one specific task, which was watch the stuff. And then Jimbo, I believe, was going to go smoke a cigarette around the side of the house, and all of a sudden, I uh, very much had to poop just extremely badly. just came upon me. It happens, man. And it so I didn't even tell Jimbo that I was leaving the front yard. I ran upstairs. 
handled the situation, then realized because they're just moving in, there's no toilet paper. But, ho-ho, what's this? The previous tenant has left behind a hooded sweatshirt. Guess who's going uh, wrist cuff to wrist cuff right along the shoulder path? One long swipe, tossing it out the window, which, what's this? It lands It lands next to the dumpster for their building? Perfect. I run downstairs. I might even shower it off. Who can say? Get downstairs, throw it away, come back out front. I don't realize anything's wrong. And so we're going to load in Matt's air conditioning unit, which had also been on Matt's desk chair, his computer chair, uh, both of which are gone because I completely abandoned my very simple task of, hey, don't leave the front yard for the next half hour or so. In all fairness, you know, I probably could have smoked a cigarette watching the stuff. I could have told you that I was running upstairs for a few minutes. You could have, yeah, given a little bark or something. Especially <laughs> on a day when everyone's just driving around in trucks trying to take advantage of the chaos. It is known by a holiday's name. It is Alston Christmas. September 1st, every year, yep. you drive around the streets looking for things that aren't nailed down. That maybe people own, maybe they don't. I mean, I remember a couple of years ago, somebody was moving out of our the apartment that I currently live in. One of the lower floors was moving out, and it had like a chair and a bike kind of in our front yard. And somebody walking by just said, is this stuff free? And I just looked at them and said, no. <laughs> if you have to ask, it's not. No. You, you either take it or you don't. Yeah. You don't ask. Yeah. And uh, later, I think I was able to somewhat rectify the situation because I'd found a uh, an extra air conditioning unit in like the basement of our old apartment or something. So I gave Matt that. I don't know if I was able to rectify any part of the computer chair getting stolen. I definitely felt awful and still do, even though uh, Matt is the sweetest guy ever and I don't think is holding it against me. If he is, he's fairly bad at it because... Uh, I've never never gotten that vibe off of him. You know, yeah, he uh he's the most honorable among us. It's true. But other than that, it was oh, oh, and then and then fucking Wiggles. Goddamn Wiggles who's been gone off to get the food. The food that he provides us to help him get 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 all the stuff in there. He fucking comes back with 11 donuts from Dunkin Donuts. And look, hey, I'm fine with him eating the 12th. Uh, a baker's dozen minus 2. I'm fine with him eating the, eating a donut, of course. But what it, did he he knew that it was like food for the for moving, and he got was like, Here, oh, you can each have uh Here's fried sugary dough. Wait, you each want five donuts? <laughs> I guess so. Even then, when we were treating our, our, our bodies probably at peak terribleness, or close to peak terribleness. I mean, who wants five donuts? Well, honestly, you know, Big Daddy's probably wasn't open, because I think I do remember eating Big Daddy's later that day. That's probably right. Like a nice baked ziti pizza, pizza with pasta on top. Hell yeah. That's that's how you uh, you carb load, you know, post. Post. Post it's, exercise. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's important to do it later. It's a, a retro carbo load. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to you gotta put back what you lost. Hell yeah. clearly baked ziti and meatballs on a pizza. Yeah, but that's pretty much it on a... Uh... You know, we, we, you know, we we got it inside the apartment, helped them roughly lay it out. But obviously, you know, the finishing. They were also moving in with a third a third guy. So that was one of the weirder apartment layouts that I remember in Boston because they had the tiniest, narrowest, longest kitchen. Very long kitchen. I remember yeah. that because I remember. But but it was a cul-de-sac. Yes. Like, like, yeah. like the fridge was at the end. <laughs> yeah. And if somebody went to the fridge. You couldn't go in and work on the stove because that person at the fridge then had to get out because yeah. there was only room enough for one person in, in the, the kitchen aisle. 
Yeah. But they also had two bathrooms that were directly next to each other. Mm-hmm. Same amenities and, yeah. and everything. Is for a three bedroom place to have two full bathrooms and like a really nice big living room. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like one was a master connected to one of the bedrooms or something. Nope. You know, nobody paid more. Two to... identical bathrooms. Yeah, I do remember we all cooked. Uh, we did like a cooked group breakfast over at uh, over at their place for Wiggles' birthday one year, and we had like four people cooking in the kitchen, and we had to plan it out ahead of time. We we're like, all right, like you get this part of the range, you get this part. You're gonna chop up stuff here, and you're gonna like wash things in the sink here and no one can do anything but this because we're all shoulder to shoulder no one can squeeze your hand but and whoever's closest to the fridge you know you're gonna be running beer too you're, yeah. you're playing bar back we fired out a, a real quick breakfast and and you know got to got to be in dorks yeah yeah well i mean that's why we do it absolutely indoors but- roofs and walls love them <laughs> but that's the uh that's the matt and wiggles that's the matt and wiggles move Next bullet point here on the old uh, bullet point list is CP. Yeah, my uh, my old new new friend from from Boston, uh, one of the one of the first like true friends that I, I met when I moved up to Boston and started working at a pizza place was this this chef friend of mine, Chris. And um, I mean, he he's a character much more so than I am. Everybody who meets him, you know, he's just a fucking ball of energy. But at the same time, like he's he's got some pretty bad ADD. You know, doesn't always pay attention to things like leases and shit like that. Um, not really up on on calendars. Uh, so he he would move basically every year and sometimes twice a year. And he had gotten it to a point where he basically had two hampers worth of stuff, a couple of skateboards, <laughs> and that was about it. And, it, you know, I would give him stuff along the way and he'd be like, I, you know, you're going to be the one moving this. This is going <laughs> to end up in your car anyway. So, like, just just fucking hang on to it. But it was great because he lived on our side of town. So it was like, oh, you're moving from there to like three blocks away. Sweet. Yeah. Very easy moves. And, you know, usually like a lease would end on the 31st and then it would start on like noon of the first. So we get a good friend for like a night as well <laughs> in our apartment. It, you know, he, he loves sleeping on, on my couch. Yeah. You just show up with his, you know, couple of laundry bags worth of stuff and buy us some meatball subs from pizza, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, you could barely tell that he was moving. Sort of just looked like maybe he was going camping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I am glad that, uh, you know, he he's lived in the same place now for like three years. I mean, granted, that's in Flagstaff, Arizona. Uh, so, you know, he, he had to move very far away to kind of do a more semi-permanent move. Yeah. <laughs> but but at the same time, I mean, he's he's settling down. He now has a child. Got a youngin. Yeah. Well, you know. Some of us shoot goo. That's what they say. That's what they say. And sometimes, sometimes the youngins happen. Sometimes goo leads to youngins. That's the old uh, birds and the bees talk itself. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, I'm glad he doesn't live in a car, I guess is basically what I'm saying. Yeah. But even if he did live in a car, he had more than enough room to like live in that car and have all of his possessions in that car. So great friend to move. Yeah. That's uh, I mean, I can go into a lot of detail about some of the specific moves like broken windows and him asking me is like, hey, how long do you think it would take to replace this window? Me saying like a week, (laughs) you know, like you're asking me on the last day. You should ask me when you broke the window. Yeah. 
just accept that you're not getting the security deposit back. Nope, that's just that money's gone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's other times where he's just like, "Hey, do you think I have time to do another load of laundry?" It's just like, man, it's moving day. Like, <laughs> just, <laughs> just have the dirty. We'll move the dirty clothes. It'll yeah. be fine. Is there not laundry in your new place? Okay, well then you're gonna need to find the laundromat anyway, right? Yeah, you're gonna save yourself five bucks. Yeah, or you know, give it to me. I'll do it for you. I'll I'll do a wash and fold. Doesn't matter. Yeah, what what am I saying? Even places that have laundry still coin up in the basement. Yeah, saving yourself no bucks. Exactly. Uh, yeah, he needs so much fun, but now he lives in in that part of Arizona that is like still like hillbillyish. But also kind of arty. Yeah, and a big uh, like train depot as well. A lot, yeah. a lot of train action there. Old Route sixty six. Yeah, that's what our uh, our tow truck driver when my wife and I got towed out of the Grand Canyon to Flagstaff. Which yeah, is- out of the Grand Canyon. You you guys took your jeep like to the bottom. <laughs> That'd be a much better story. Oh, it would. But uh, yeah, no, shout out to Ron. The fantastic tow truck driver in uh, in between Flagstaff and the Grand Canyon for uh, whipping a bunch of ass and directing us to the IHOP in Flagstaff, Arizona. They also have uh, two Taco Bells in Flagstaff, what? one of which does not carry Baja Blast. That is not thinking outside the bun. I know, right? How am I going to have fourth meal? <laughs> they're they're miles from the border. They are not on the border. They're miles. Like light years away from the border, not carrying Baja Blast. You might say they're not living Moss. They're they're living Un Pequeño. Whoa. Uh, that's all the uh, slogans I can think of for Taco Bell. Uh, yo quiero... I guess that was yo, a slogan. Yo, yo quiero no Baja Blast. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Fun uh, fact, do you know who did the voice of the little chihuahua? Carlos Alizraki. Orson Welles. Yeah, okay. I did not know that. I always thought it was. Uh, I always thought it was one of the guys from Reno Nine One One. Here I am, sadly mistaken. No, that's Orson Welles. Oh, oh that's that. that's the guy in the champagne commercial. I get it now. Okay, uh, Citizen Kane, Citizen Carlos. Hell yeah, yeah. Which uh, that brings us to uh, Matt once again moving, inching his way ever closer to us. Yeah, this time he was moving in to a spot at our friend's place that we mentioned briefly before. Yeah, the, on on Langley Road, the yeah. the road that likes to have a block party, or I guess used to have a block party. They don't anymore. But he was occupying one of the rooms that faced the front of the house and had kind of access to a nice front porch there. Yeah, several of our friends moved to L.A. at the same time and left two rooms in this apartment available and matt moved into one and we helped him move in and i don't think there was a ton notable there other than it was just very excited i was just very excited to have another friend Uh, i was sad to see the previous occupants leave they were good friends right uh, but both both rooms contained good friends but uh, i was also just very excited to have uh have matt close by yeah i mean we were still playing D &D at the time so we just had D D that much closer yeah yeah we keep teasing D and D. We'll get into it more one day. Don't don't you worry. Well, we gotta we gotta make some money. Well, actually, yeah. If we get if we get like four more Amazon gift cards, then we can <laughs> afford another microphone to maybe have a fucking guest on. But they'll have to probably bring their own headgear, like yes, their own headset, and, yes, and, and connection cable, and probably have a laptop and shit. But I mean, that's that's on the way. We're only a few dozen 
hundred dollar Amazon gift cards away. I mean, how do we get that gift card? Was it based on you know us getting like fifty downloads or something? I don't know. We definitely cleared a few of their uh, like achievements that they've let us know about. Yeah, but I mean, if you play Xbox or PlayStation games, you get achievements just for like starting the game and creating a character. So basically, we got the the like token achievement equivalent. Of- oh no, we're up to like two out of nine on their ranking of uh of of total achievements. Oh. Okay. Soon we'll have three of nine for both downloads and episodes. The episode one seems kind of like a cop out. Inevitable. I mean, I can just. It's in- inevitable. I can just release the same episode a hundred times and just retitle it. I doubt they'd know. Yeah. Yeah. You should do it. Uh, You should, you should speed up the audio or, or speed it down. So it's just like two chipmunks talking for like 30 minutes. I always, I always speed it up. Oh, okay. Our voices are extremely low. So much lower. Uh, yeah, I mean, we did get these these microphones off of Amazon, so I mean, it, it makes sense that they're paying us in Amazon money. Absolutely, just just reinvest right into the pod or, or reinvest into some of those Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, uh, Jeff Bezos needs more surgery to make him look more like a a big thumb. Yeah, yeah, he does because he's he's close. Well, I know he's divorced, so he's trying to attract uh, women who like thumbs. There it is. He's hit that uncanny valley of thumbsmanship. Ah, thumbs. You're like you're looking at it, and you're like, "Ooh, that's not quite. That's almost a thumb." Is there any way you can sand down that face? <laughs> well, there's something in the eyes that let me lets me know it's not a real thumb. Something about the shape of the eyes. Ah. <laughs> well, I mean, Matt had that that front porch that we moved most of his things over because they had like that that stupid stairwell that was really narrow that that made like a 90 degree turn at the top and then like right into a doorway so you had the door jam to contend with after you make this 90 degree turn while you still have to have like a couch upright so we're just like you know what fuck this up and over we're we're, yeah get our tallest man on the bottom (laughs) we've already done this once before (laughs) get get our strongest man on the top and we'll just we'll just haul shit in that way because he has a door that looks right onto this fucking porch yeah and actually, uh, I helped uh, one of my friends move this past weekend. I helped Timmy move. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And uh, they have a, a second story place that has a front porch. And they have a a walk up. Like, they have their own front door. So, you know, everything to the, the first floor front porch is theirs. But at the same time, their stairwell does a 180. Mm. And then it makes a 90 degree turn the other way at the top of the stairs. Okay. through a doorway and i was like you're not getting your box spring through here and they're like yeah. why don't we just try it and i was like my brother was in town and my brother's six foot seven so i was just like dave take this box spring just lift it up <laughs> to me on the porch sure enough we had it in like 30 seconds hell yeah well you know sometimes you've done this before yeah and sometimes people are like i don't know about this and you're like i know about this and then they trust you yeah because they know you yeah spatial awareness yeah so i mean i you know we can put some more amendments on on that movie in the, at the end of this episode since we're going chronologically yeah but yeah that, that was probably the most i've sweat this year nice definitely hell yeah yeah next bullet point on here is uh me moving to san francisco which i don't have much insight into other than i inherited a bunch of your stuff because Inherit- <laughs> because you know you you just had a, a a finite amount of volume that you could move inherited's the polite word i i f- still feel like i just dumped a bunch of shit on you by not bringing it with me but some of it some of it was useful yeah definitely yeah i mean that that nixon halloween mask i still use like all <laughs> that the was one time. of my greatest possessions i'm happy it has a 
Not not just a home, but a home that loves and cares for it. And it's not just on a farm upstate. I mean, it creeps the hell out of some people when, yeah. we, when we have the the uh, bouncy ball eyes in it and oh, it yeah, stares at you because it's a saggy Nixon. Like because yeah. there's no, you just you just keep it on the shelf and it just sort of it's hollow and it, yeah wrinkly lifeless yeah uh. but yeah after living there for three and a half ish years. I got a job offer in San Francisco for a temporary position, a three month contract where I was going to be staying on my uncle's couch or my cousin's room, basically. And uh, after uh, about six weeks, they offered me a full time job there. And I made the uh, difficult decision to uh, to pack up and move from that apartment and head on away from everybody i knew to a place where i didn't know anybody i'm not sure that it was a difficult decision i mean you it may have been difficult on you but at the same time you know shit wasn't always happy in boston you know like we have to fight and scratch and claw for literally every fucking thing you know yeah. especially this year has gotten us hard with our landlord yeah this this our situation is becoming untenable yeah it was more just i was extremely happy to be living with two of my best friends and a few houses down from another and biking distance to 30 more. And even though I hated my job and a lot of other stuff that was going on, it just was like when you're in eighth grade and you're making dumb Wayne's world parodies in your friend's basement and you're like, man, it'd be really cool if we live together one day when we're adults. And then you're in high school and you're like, that's not going to happen because that's not really what happens. And then you go to college and you're like, yep, it's not going to happen. But we'll live, maybe we'll live near each other. We're always going to see each other. That's cool. And then you fucking live together. Whew, that is hard to walk away from again because you're just like, God damn. When you build kegerators together. Yeah. You're like, this is it. We have done it. Yeah. And uh, luckily, we never got to a point of I don't think we would have, but we never got to a point of hating each other as roommates. So but we can at least take solace in the fact that. That's never going to happen. What? We're never going to live together? No, we're never going to hate each other as roommates. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, we've already lived old, together. <laughs> we're going to grow old in our bunker in our in our undisclosed location. You know, uh, I got to say, like this this whole quarantine, uh, I'm I'm upset that I wasn't stuck with you. Uh, <laughs> but at the at the same time, like you know, being with my roommates, uh, I don't I don't think I could have survived many other people. You know, there's there's like a short list and it, you're you're still on it. <laughs> Thank you. But they're at the same men. time, I, I think we may have fostered like some serious alcoholism. I mean, they're good men. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So the the actual moving process itself was I'd flown out to San Francisco in my usual fashion of bringing trickling out some clothes and shit. Yeah. I, I brought my one pair of pants that I was wearing. And then for me, a very large suitcase, so probably a mid-size, maybe a larger carry-on. I still don't think I checked anything, and uh, just of the of the basic of clothes, uh, just work clothes, basically, just you know, button-down shirts and stuff. Everything else I needed to to get, but I also first I needed to get an apartment. So I found an apartment, which is very hard because San Francisco, famously, very hard to find an apartment in. Uh, then I which, found, which by the way, I mean it was. A nice place. Yeah, you had to walk through the bedroom to get to the bathroom and the kitchen and the yeah. back. But at the same time, it looked over uh, what was what's that street that's on the north side of? It was on Fulton. Fulton. It was on Golden Fulton, Gate Park. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, was, so you get to see the coyotes at night. You yeah. hear them howling at, at the ambulances. It's, you can hear the raccoons fighting. You know, it was, it was a nice spot. I, I overpaid a bit, not terribly, but I definitely was paying too much for it. And it was laid out really strangely. But other than that, it was fine. But it had free laundry for the first time since I'd left my home in Maryland. I had free laundry. It was still shared within the building, but it was free. It wasn't coin up. But uh, the rent started the first of the month, and then I think I flew back towards maybe the, the middle of the month, third week of the month, to actually get my stuff. So the first couple weeks of the lease, I was on Craigslist looking for furniture because I knew I wasn't going to take you know some of the most of the big stuff. So I found a, <laughs> I found a chair from this nice family about uh, maybe six of the long blocks in San Francisco down from where I was going to be living. And so I just walked over. It was a couple miles from my uncle's place. And I was like, hey, I'm here for the, the overstuffed chair you guys have. And they're like, oh, come on in. And it was like the whole family's house that lived there, like every generation. And so there was this clearly the grandma of the family sitting in the chair. And they were like, oh, yeah, we're, we're getting her a new chair. So we're getting rid of, of her chair. So they're like, grandma, come and sit over here. So she goes and sits on the couch. And then they're like, please have a seat. You got to try out the chair. So I have a seat. And then they bring me like a fresh baked cookie. And then they're all starting to sit around me in like a half circle on the floor as if I'm about to tell them a story. And the dad's like, you want a beer? You're going to be drinking beer in the chair. Let me grab you a beer. And so he walks off and he gets me a beer. So I got a beer and a cookie and they're all kind of looking up at me like I'm going to bring news from the east mm-hmm. of, of battle or yeah, spin a yarn of victory. And I was just like, oh, thanks. Like, this it's a good chair. I'm, I'm excited to sit in I it. I mean, it was free. Like, I was just on Craigslist free. Yeah. So I was like, you got a free chair and a free cookie and a free beer. Yeah. And that was not advertised. That's amazing. And then they were like, you want us to help you load it into your car? And I was like, oh, I don't have a car out here yet. Uh, I'm just going to carry it back. And they were like, where are you carrying it? And I foolishly said the name of the street. And they were like, nonsense. Let's throw it in our van. And I was like, oh, hang on. Like, Whose dick am I sucking well, tonight? You, it, it, it was it was the whole family, and they were all like, two. All of a sudden, I realized maybe this family's too friendly. Maybe they Mormons. Eat, maybe they eat people. They're or Mor- they're Mormons. Yeah, they're Mormons. Maybe Mormons eat people. Cannibal Mormons. I never got a look at their underwear. Hmm. Might have been their, that their temple garments. Yeah, it might have been that Long John number. They're yeah, like, yeah. But uh, I was like, no, 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 no. I'm fine. That was the move. I don't know why it was probably just them being polite, but I got the chair out of there, and then I. Ended up wearing it as a hat. Figured that was the best way to carry it. And I, I did have to take a break halfway, but I just I just put it down. Put and sat, the chair down. And, I just sat in yeah. the chair. I was just sitting on, on an overstuffed chair in the middle of the Richmond. It was nice. You know, that that's that's one thing that I, I learned when I was working a couple of jobs back is is our CEO was – it was a really small company, but he was into like antique furniture. And so we bought this stuff called campaign furniture which the generals would take with them. And it's like a dresser and a desk and a chair that all interlock. But you have one of your your porter boys bring it along. And sure enough, he's just carrying something for you to rest on. Like I, I like that concept. It's just like, oh, no, the thing that I'm hauling is also going to be the thing that brings me comfort. Yeah. Yeah. As as a as a amateur woodworker, I've looked at a lot of that stuff. And a lot of those like folding methods are pretty fucking ingenious. Well, I mean, they were, you know, they were just figuring out longitude and latitude then. Uh, you know, they, they figured out kind of how, how small machines could keep time if they, they had the right amount of energy. So it, it's no, no small, uh, task to create these furniture that folds. Yeah. 
that you can create and you can fill up a tent for for Lord Cornwallis. Yeah. And it, you know, compacts down into the size of a wallet. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so then uh that was that was all I got in San Francisco prepared for the move was, was yeah, one a I chair. Had, I had one chair, which is that's enough to start. Yeah. And uh then I flew back, got back to the apartment and I'd I'd planned one of those pods to arrive, one of those drop off little mini trailers not the full obviously not the full tractor trailer but like the little dinky i don't even know 10 foot cubes basically and i mean you know knowing where we live in boston that was extremely feasible especially in february when you were moving yeah yeah except except for the fact that we live on a hill with a curve that has on street parking only on one side and there's no fucking place you can put that thing yeah so they the city was like oh if you wanted to put that there you would have had to have permitted it like a month ago and i was like all right well i don't have time to do that for a nominal one thousand dollar fee yeah it would have been something go fuck yourself it would have been a real go fuck yourself kind of fee but uh the now uh basically part of the podcast matt uh who was living a few houses down uh their place had a driveway and so i asked him to ask his roommates and once again matt just being a goddamn sweetheart checked with them and and we had the uh the truck come and drop the pot off in there driveway which was phenomenal because then we had a safe place to keep the pod but that meant that all my stuff that was coming out had to get walked across a street and then like three four houses down another street to get loaded up and bringing it in and out the uh, the guy on the forklift moving the thing was very afraid that he was going to hit some of the power lines i mean that's always a fear always always a fear actually uh when i was driving out to work today or yesterday one of the power lines that goes all the way across the street down to the gas station was just lying in the road. Ooh. Yeah, it was great. I heard I heard people, you know, honking at each other very aggressively this morning yesterday morning that, that that woke me up. I wondered what all the hoopla was. And sure enough, I found out. Yeah, we were uh, down down at, at the beach there and uh, a mild hurricane and some other storms came through. And we were walking. Uh, it was it was. Tropical depression. I think it got downgraded to tropical storm. It was, it was, no, it was a tropical depression. Oh. I mean, it wasn't even a storm. It was just a depressing amount of, of weather. <laughs> of tropicality. Yeah. Well, regardless, there was some wind. Isaiah's. And it knocked down uh, a line in front of a place we were walking by and everything was wet. Uh, I was 99.9% sure it wasn't a power line, but you just, you walk around falling lines. That's just a good standard operating procedure you see if guess what yeah they have all black insulation whether it's data whether it's telephone whether it's power guess what they're all black insulation the the only way you find out if it was power is if you're extremely dead oh man i remember the old bge commercial you remember that one wires down (laughs) red alert don't go near you'll get hurt get some help Better rush and do not, do not, do not touch. Yeah, I do remember that. BGE knows what is best. Call on me. That's my request. I think then it was just to get some help. Yeah, the course. course. (laughs) Well, because they wanted you to know, do not, do not, do not touch. touch. And they were right to, to, to do that. Road Sodas is brought to you by BGE. BGE, do, do not, not touch. touch. <laughs> ah, Man, if we had a sponsor, we would be crushing this shit. Uh, yeah, but uh, the the animations in that commercial were great too because they had like the worst MS Paint fucking 
just black snake looking thing that had yeah, just like, teeth on the end. Yes. <laughs> it just looked like it was going cord. to bite you. It looked like the fever dream of a five-year-old when they just figured out what a leech was or they were just told what a leech was. And yes. that that's that was their dream of that. Yes. Yeah. So and the other half of this move that I've not yet mentioned is that Matt, Matt was less than thrilled with his current uh, – living situation in that place that was four houses down from us well yeah we knew you were moving and then me and papa were just like looking at each other and it's like well shit like we're we both have basically no friends that want to move in the middle of february here so we're gonna have to find some fucking random asshole from boston college to come live with us we're gonna we're gonna end up killing somebody or they're going to end up killing us yeah and the other thing as we've now said a billion times all the leases aren't up until September. So whoever was going to be moving in was probably going to be breaking a lease or would also just be passing the subletting buck. And basically, I just, you know, after checking with James and, and Papa just to confirm, which I, I knew that they'd, they'd love living with Matt, I contacted Matt and was like, hey, I know it's just now you looking to sublet, but if you would like to live here, uh, I think I know you like them and the spot I'm leaving. And uh, and he said yes. And so he helped me not just. Uh, I, I don't even think it was a yes. I think it was emphatic. It was like, <laughs> thank God I can get out of here. Yeah. Well, I think I think a couple of the people that had occupied the spaces that your friends had uh, vacated uh, ended up having a weird, you know, trailer trashy type relationship. Yeah. And kind of took advantage of the communal spaces of the apartment, I think. Something Matt would never do. Matt helped me find the pod spot and helped me. uh Find find someone to to sublet being him, and then he, obviously he just took over the lease from or took over my spot on the lease from there. And yeah, then it was just uh, packing stuff up, throwing stuff away, loading up my car. Oh, I had a '97 Jeep Cherokee at the time. The plan was it had the dinky hitch. Was yeah. that one and a quarter? I think sure. And uh, the, I don't know. I'm not much of a, yeah. a CDL guy. I'm more of a, a inside the house guy. Yeah, it's it's uh, the little fella. And so I was like, oh, I want I want to get a U-Haul for some of the stuff, and we'll uh, we'll just uh, I'll take another U-Haul. I'll have them swap out because everything was rusted on. So I was like, I'm just gonna have U-Haul. I don't have a lot of time. I got to yeah, pack. Yeah, you had a '97 Jeep Cherokee that survived multiple Boston winters. Yeah, in 2015 to 2016. Yeah. Like, All right. I was like, I got to pack U-Haul. You go ahead and pop off the one and a quarter inch whatever it is uh hitch put on a two and a half and then i'm gonna rent a trailer from you guys and they were like hey so uh, your whole shit is fucked and it's all rusty and we can't put like, we could barely get the previous hitch off there is absolutely no meat on this for us to attach a trailer hitch you can't tow anything with this car. I wouldn't even drive it. Yeah. You and I, madman. I think that's actually officially when I went with the pod route because the pod was, was bigger than I needed, I think, uh, up until then, which meant I was already back in Boston. That's why I hadn't gotten the permit thing. So I, ba- yeah, I arrived in Boston, found out I couldn't tow anything, got the pod, loaded that up, threw out a bunch of crap, loaded up the car, and that was that. Yeah. For okay. me. And it was like uneventful all the way across the country. Yeah, it took a nice month long drive and saw the sights. And by that, I meant it took us five days. And uh, the first night we made it to Maryland just to say bye to everybody. That that's not a usual stop on a cross country drive from Boston to San Francisco. Yeah, it's usually not the, you catch ninety. Yeah, it's not the usual route. Normally, people take the southern route or the northern route, but I 
I chose the middle route, and which meant that the next morning of the the morning of day two, I uh, promptly broke down in the sprawling metropolis of Big Chimney, West Virginia, which is a two mile square right in Appalachia. There, my favorite state, West Virginia. Yeah, gotta it, say it was Saturday Saturday afternoon that I broke down and got towed to a Napa Auto Parts parking lot by Saturday evening, and then in the dark with a headlamp, learned that with just your basic ratchet set, I was able to replace my power steering pump thanks to some YouTube videos, which also meant I had to, I rented a wheel puller from them, but usually wheel pullers are pneumatically operated. I just had to jump on it mm-hmm. and use my whole body weight to crank the wheel off and then again to, to put it back on the new pump and uh, got the car running again, stayed the night there because it was nighttime by the time I was done. So basically day one from... Was it was a five and a half ish drive to Maryland? Day two was a three hour drive, four hour drive into West Virginia. Uh, yeah, so d- day two when I'm still in the same time zone, just never that that's a failure. And uh, got up the next morning, drove to the only mechanic shop that was open on a Sunday, which was a Sears in like a giant mall. And I was like, hey, I replaced my own power steering pump in the dark last night. Give it a once over because I'm going to California, so let me know if I'm going to make it. And he called me back and was like, hey, you did a real good job, but the 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 wheel is not on. It's, he's like, you're about, you're about one centimeter short of where you need that wheel to be on. So unfortunately, we have to take the whole thing off to knock it farther on. And he's like, it's going to be 200 bucks. And I was like, honestly, that's not the end of the world. Like, yeah. The whole repair had only been like 90 bucks so far. So I was like, for a full breakdown, sure, I kind of lost the day, but I'm only out 300 bucks. I thought I was going to have to like ship all my stuff and then fly from, I don't well, Does West Virginia have an airport? They must. Yeah, I think, I think they got the, uh, the aerodrome back in, uh, <laughs> Back in 05, I think I think they actually started flying there with nice. auto gyros and whatnot. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I remember you texting me about that that weekend. You know, I was, I was drunk as hell because it was a Saturday and in, in the middle of winter. So I was probably on the couch just hammered. Yep. Um, and it was like, do you want me to drive down? <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, well, at least you didn't get Donner partied in West Virginia no, where you had yeah. to eat a bunch of hill people. Didn't have to eat anybody. I will say that when I first pulled off the whole the whole hood's covered in uh covered in fluids, unidentified fluids. Those are the best kind. This you know, I got the hood popped. I'm trying to see what's leaking and this dude comes up. He's just ripping ripping butts, just uh smoking cigarettes right over the uh the hood. Just being like, oh, I, I think I think it's your power steering pump. And it's like, hey, man, you mind not smoking over this until we figure out how flammable it is? Yeah, let me uh, let me just point with my cigarette to yeah. to all the the fluids that you have there. And then he was like, "Yeah, I think it's the power steering pump." I uh, he's like, "What year is this?" I was like, "Oh, it's a '97." He's like, "Give me a second. He just walks up the hill into the woods. There's like a shed. I could see him go in. He comes back out 20 minutes later. He's like, "I checked." All right, he's like, "I got a '96 and a 2000 power steering pump. I don't have a '97. I'm sorry, man." I was like, "You." What you just have the like? You're the nicest man. Yeah. Oh, he was super friendly. He had no know. teeth and was clearly not concerned with OSHA standards of any sort of safety. Well, actually, uh, did you know that once you leave a, a building, uh, OSHA does not apply? Like once you're <laughs> once you're just out in the open air, yeah, no. you, safety does not apply. I thought the A stood for air. Nope. nope. Well, then G- got back on the road, stopped in, I guess Kansas City, I think, and then Denver, and then Salt Lake City. And then San Francisco. So the 
The West Virginia to Kansas City drive was a haul. That was like 10 hours. Yeah, that's a long day. And then Salt Lake City to San Francisco was like 11 and a half. That's usually the longest, but there's no other good places to stop there. But that also meant I got a free copy of the Book of Mormon, which I put right on my bookshelf as soon as I moved in. So the five-minute period, the only things in the apartment were an overstuffed chair. That you want to drink beer in. You're going to be drinking beer in that chair. And a copy of the Book of Mormon. Possibly a chair given to me by Mormons. Hadn't even considered that possibility until today. Comes full circle. We're figuring it all out. Yeah, so that that was that was my move. And actually, we have a couple more move things, but we're we're pretty much coming up on the on the time. So you're gonna make a three parter out of this. We might make a three parter out of this. A three part episode. A three part episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, because we can we can do some uh, other individual moves as well, where we were the only ones helping. We can just tell the story to each other. Yeah, yeah. I like hearing you spin a yarn. I like your voice. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know, some a little bit of addendums to to Ben moving out there is <laughs> uh, is some of the things that he left in our apartment. <laughs> So I have uh, I have a great many DVDs that are not actual DVDs. They they are are burned copies of, of blockbuster DVDs. But since Ben's such a goddamn honorable man, he actually printed out all of all of the covers and put them in the the <laughs> DVD cases because he had access to a lot of DVD cases and a printer. So I mean, we have like season six of House. Cool, like burn season six of House. Like, awesome. With with like faded printout <laughs> covers, well, and, well, and the when ink you, was running low, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, of course, you got to buy new toner, but and then you open it up, and it's clearly Ben's handwriting in a sharpie on just a burn CD <laughs> or on a burn uh, on DVDR. Uh, I, there's a copy of Bullet in our place, Bullet and the Getaway. That's a that's a good two. Hell yeah! But it's coded for Europe. Oh yeah! So you have to change. The region code on your PS4, which you're only allowed to do four times. So it's already happened twice on our PS2 because I watched Bullet once <laughs> and, and I had to change back. it back. Oh, so yeah. I get one more viewing of either the Bullet or the Getaway, or I can just watch them on any other platform because that's capable now. Yes, yes. But, you know, call me a stickler for the old ways. Absolutely. Or the, the middle ways. I, I don't know how you watched Bullet in the 70s. I don't know. Your friend had it on a reel to reel, right? I think I think that's typically how yeah, it yeah, yeah. He had uh had had a couple of porno films and it's like, oh yeah, I got Steve McQueen too. <laughs> I got wanna, one that's both. You want to come? Uh, watch? yeah, <laughs> Saving Silverman. It's called the, it's called the Great Ascape. <laughs> oh. Is that is that anything? <laughs> it is now. Ah, and let's see, kayak. The kayak that that's actually up in Vermont now. Oh, it did go somewhere. Yeah. So actually, that's a good moving story. And I, I can tell this one now. Okay. Yeah. I can do like a, a tight two on it. But, um, you know, I Ben, for whatever reason, enjoyed kayaking in the Charles River. I was not about that, nor nor was any of our roommates. So we just had this yellow kayak in our basement. I have a friend. It's actually uh, Chris's aunt lives up in Vermont on a lake. And I was like, hey, do you guys want a kayak? And they're like, yeah. I mean, we can use it. Cool. All right. Now I need a way to get it up there. And I own a Toyota Corolla and I wasn't going to go on top of it because I don't do things like that. So I found a way to fit the kayak in its entirety into my car. No. With the trunk closed. No. 
Yeah. So I removed the front passenger seat, which I had to disconnect the battery first while I was de- disconnecting the front seat so the airbag didn't deploy. The whole seat? Mm-hmm. I removed the whole seat <laughs> and I removed the whole back seat as well. <laughs> I didn't just fold it down. I removed the whole back seat. So actually, I had a car that that had like the most volume in the interior. That you had Ted Bundy's car. Basically, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And so I fit it in, I angled it in. So the, the front point of the kayak went, went kind of to that, that front passenger door. And then the back was on the driver's side back of yeah. the trunk. And you measured before you took all the seats out to see if it was worth it, right? Fuck no. <laughs> you just, you just rolled the dice on like a couple hours worth of labor. Ah, are you kidding me? It was like six bolts. That's it. Yeah, I guess they do kind of have quick release. So there's there's assemblies. there's yeah, there's four bolts on the uh, the passenger. I mean, honestly, the hardest thing was disconnecting the battery and not electrocuting myself. That's fair. I was just picturing more like panels that you'd have to like pry back without snapping those clips. You didn't have to deal with any panels of any kind. No, no, because uh, the back seat, the back uh, back support folds down really easily. And there's only two bolts there. That's great. Yeah. So so I mean, the the <laughs> Toyota, you know, I. I've had a couple of recalls on this vehicle, and it's not for those things. Not 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 recalls that you know we have insufficient support systems for for these. It's more like you know we have a airbag expander that uh, might explode and shoot shrapnel into you. So I got that recall done. Seems like a solid call. Yeah. Either way, um, but yeah, they it was it was actually really easy, and I kept that passenger seat out for a little bit just to discourage people from asking me for rides. Sure. Yeah. It's a great deterrent. It's they're just like, hey, can you give me a ride somewhere? Or can I borrow your car? And it's like, well, are you taking anybody? Because they're not going to be comfortable. Dude, grocery shopping would be a breeze. Yeah. My God. Yeah. No, you just drive into the grocery store with your windows <laughs> down and just the food comes in. And you could just sit in the back seat and really kick your legs out. Yeah. Really fucking relax. Oh, I know. I, I really thought about leaving that passenger seat out and just becoming an Uber driver that had, you know, a bench seat in the back. There it is. Because then it's like, you guys hauling stuff? You got a dog? You want me to keep the dog up here? Whatever. You're doing like a reverse police academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's me. Jimbo, reverse police academy, Shaw. Yeah. Jimbo, That's, that's what they called me in middle school. Shaw. Hell yeah. Well, uh, that'll bring us to the end of part two of what will now be at least a three-part series. I guess so. I mean, we, we might have to beef up a little bit of these these moving stories because, like, with all of these experiences that we've had now, we've learned so much. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, I doubt it'll be the next week's episode. You're going to have to wait for part three. It's going to be a... Yeah, this will be like the Christmas special. Yeah, sure. The, the, <laughs> the addendum to the moves. Yeah, the next time we see each other in person again, which unfortunately yeah. might be that long. This Christmas? We're coming back for it. Okay. Right. I haven't made any Christmas plans because uh, we keep reinfecting each other and Florida is still a part of this country. God damn it. Well, hey, I mean, I mean honestly, California's not doing too hot. So eh, I, I neither can't. is Rhode Island. So fuck them. <laughs> Rhode Island just wants to be in the news. Exactly. They need something. Yeah. But I mean, you did leave uh, a couple of clothes at our apartment as well that I just use as packing materials for things that I sent out to you. Yeah. I've, it worked I've out. Received several. Yeah. I've received a few things that aren't mine either. And I'm just like. Yeah, I, I got like a red plaid shirt recently that I was like, oh, nice. I could have sworn that was yours. I don't think it was mine. Maybe I just got it right before I left. I don't know. I don't know. We we had friends stay over all the time, and yeah. we don't have the type of friends that always remember everything. Yeah, no, it's a nice shirt. Yeah. 
but yeah, that's uh, that's gonna do it for the main meat. Uh, the main soda. And now, uh, much like the Daddy Long Legs that are local to this area, I'm f- I'm feeling like a single segment. Yeah, just one single segment. One single segment. Okay, okay, not not arachnid, not two segments, no, no, not no, no. insects. Not a West Coast Daddy Long Leg, okay. an East Coast Daddy Long okay. Leg. Right. One segment. All right. What do you, What do you got? I'm feeling a. Chief of the week. Chief of the week. Chief of the week. This week's chief of the week. I'm gonna name Raft Guy. Ah, uh, Raft Guy. Raft Guy was a gentleman who I wouldn't name even if I remembered his name, but I don't. Friend of a friend of a friend who went rafting, went floating in the uh, A River with my wife and I a few weekends back when we were socially distancing and therefore doing some outdoor stuff in the greater Tahoe area. So now you can yes, figure out the, the river. the great A River of the Tahoe area. Yeah. And uh, ended up being a pretty much, we wanted to go in the not crowded area. We ended up in, in what what's definitely rapids, I think, by my reading of the classifications, it was all class two and at times class three rapids. And which, uh, if you're keeping score at home, that adds up to class five. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. But when you don't have preparation or a helmet or a life jacket or have ever done it before, it was definitely like an eventful day. That, in hindsight, I had a great time and it was fun. But at the time, touch and go, a little stressful at moments. But th- not not for raft guy. Not for raft guy. Not for raft guy. Raft guy. I think throughout the day ended up on four or five different rafts. A few, a few, a few popped. A few were found just in the in the reeds. Uh, one was a two person raft that he just kind of bailed at one point and went solo, and then came back. So at times he wasn't in a raft at all, just bouncing around, and getting the getting the the shit knocked out of him. Uh, raft guy at the beginning of the trip consumed multiple types of various and seemingly antagonistic to each other drugs: cocaine, ketamine, and mushrooms. Raft guy is a hero. Raft guy then went down a bunch of rapids. At, at one point, someone said, hey, check him out. He's having a great time. I turn around. I don't even see him. And the reason I don't see him is because he's 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 behind us and he's laying down in the raft on his back with his head facing down river, just laying over the tube. So he's just laid out. He's a spread eagle on a raft with his head sticking over the edge. Just coming up on some rocks face first with his eyes closed, just zonked out. And he he came out. He was, I think, the only person who came out of the day. No injuries. Hell, he came up. He came upon a few fishermen who had gotten their lines caught. He's helping them. He's he's just digging around in the brush, pulling bait. He's like, I'm the right level of fucked up to go into this. Yeah, march. he's just ripping hooks off of stuff. He's he's helping dogs that are that are like splashing around where they shouldn't be. He grabbed it. We, we came upon a tire, a full tire, like with a rim and everything. He just grabbed that and threw it into a. He 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 swam it across the river and threw it in a construction yard next to a dumpster. I mean, just a champion. So he was doing God's work. Yeah, and like it was was like I'm worried about this guy. And then it turns out he was the only one who had it all all covered. So is there like a Jesus candle with this guy on? Because that leads us to our new sponsor. Yeah, we <laughs> should probably make a Jesus candle with Raft Guy on. Raft Guy Jesus candles. But yeah, that's why Raft Guy is this week's. Chief of the week. Chief of the week. Chief, chief of the week. Chief of the week. Chief of the week. Chief of the week. Week. Ah, that was a uh, yeah. That was some. That's a good yarn that you spun there. Oh, thanks, man. Ah, uh, well, and you know, I love. I don't know you to do ketamine, cocaine, <laughs> and mushrooms all at the same time. So I'm glad that somebody was able to do them, and help so many other people. Yeah, he is. He is truly a saint. Because, like, you know, you know I know you could probably handle that. 
But at the same time, you know, I'd still worry. Big time, especially near body water. Yeah. But uh, that's going to do it for this week's Road Sodas. With, uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. This is episode 10. If you listen all 10, that's great. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, you're actually going to uh, get an achievement yourself. <laughs> yeah. So uh, watch watch for that confirmation email that you've gotten an Amazon <laughs> gift card. Yeah, I've been tracking. Just keep hitting refresh. I've been tracking each of you individually, and some of you I'm very proud of, and others, step your game up. But it does mean, for those of you who have been listening for a while, that's that's awesome. Um, feel free to tell anybody that you think would enjoy it. Anybody who's looking for something to drive home to, if they got a bad commute, if you're stuck inside folding laundry, if you're trying to fall asleep and want to hear some smooth mid-Atlantic tones, we got those tones for you. I don't know. I don't know nothing about those tones. But yeah, email us at uh, roadsodaspod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, roadsodaspod. We post any relevant photos. We got some dumb pictures of, of some of the things we mentioned in the stories, some other random crap that... It's all related to the podcast, sort of supplemental readings for you. But yeah, no, thanks thanks, thanks for sticking with us for 10. Yes, we hope to have you. a bazillion more of these. Yeah, let's add a couple of zeros to that number. Let's do it. All right. I think Jimbo's going to take us out uh, with some inspirational words. Yeah, yeah. So so this week, uh, you know, I, I actually came to a couple of realizations, and it's that uh, I don't like I don't like this bit, and and I I don't have anything for this. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone.